You're listening to the Adventures of a Birth Photographer podcast. I'm your host, Joe Robertson, photographer at Lillian Cray's Birth Photography. In each episode, I'll be deep diving into all things birth and birth photography. If you're obsessed with these topics like me, you're in the right place. I'll be having real conversations, sharing honest thoughts, and there'll be a whole lot in between, so stick around. I'm excited you're here, and I can't wait to see where this adventure takes us. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello and a warm welcome to episode 12 of the podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in today and for pushing play. I hope you're well. Okay, uh, it's been a pretty great month for me, June. It's been my birthday week and it feels like I've celebrated non-stop which has been lovely. It's been absolutely lovely. So what's been occurring in my world? All kinds of marvellous things. I turned 45, which wasn't so bad actually. (laughs) I went out out to an actual restaurant, something that I haven't done in over a year, and it was lovely. I met with friends and caught up on some long kind of overdue conversations, which was fantastic in the garden. I've also photographed some beautiful maternity sessions and motherhood sessions and I'm now back on call, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, Oh, I also booked uh, my first birth of 2022, so the doors are officially open. So if you're expecting a babe next year and you're having a home birth, please get in touch. I also took the whole of June off Instagram as a birthday gift to myself, which was It was really lovely actually, I've really enjoyed not being on the platform, Um, but I am going to come back on the 1st of July. So if you've missed me and you want to find out what I've been up to, head there, Um, although probably the algorithms will punish me and uh, you'll have to go and find me. (laughs) I also wanted to let you know, in case you didn't know, that I recorded a previous episode with two clients of mine. Antonia and Sean, where I interviewed them about their home birth uh, that I photographed last September. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, uh, go and have a listen. It's episode 11, if curiosity comes knocking. Okay, back to today's episode, which at the time of recording, I don't officially have a title for yet, Um, but it is a topic that I've wanted to talk about for a while. It's not necessarily birth related, it's more photographic related, but bear with me because I think you'll find it interesting anyway. Um, It's going to be all about printing your digital files. I did write a blog about this a couple of years ago, which I'm going to link in the show notes, and it's called What Sensory Experience Will You Ever Feel From A Digital File? And that's basically what this episode is about. And I've gone and I've done a little bit of research into finding out how many of us are actually printing our images, why we're not printing our images, the danger of not printing our images, and all sorts of kind of facts that I found out there that might interest you. They Some of them astounded me, so they might astound you as well. I did go deep and some of my findings were unexpected. I guess being a photographer, it's a given that I'm going to bang on about printing your images, as will many other photographers. And there's a reason I do this. There, There is an old saying that a photograph isn't complete until it's printed out. Until you can physically hold it in your hands or see it on your wall. A printed photograph is a feeling. It's, it's tangible. 
and it's part of proof of our existence, if you like. Now, technology is brilliant. You know, where we're at today, what we can do and how we can share digital files is amazing, you know. And it's very convenient for us to share images with loved ones and online and things like that. But I think that sometimes we're just missing the magic when we do that. For a minute, like, just imagine, okay, that you've you've taken a beautiful photograph of your babe. You've chosen not to share it on social media. Instead, you choose to print it. And then you choose to post that photograph to a friend or a family member. Instantly, the person receiving that image will have, like, a flourish of emotions and senses, okay? They will touch the photograph, they can smell the photograph, they see the photograph physically in their hands, the ripping open of the parcel. It's, it's an exquisite experience gifting somebody photographs. And if you're ever on the receiving end of that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like a heightened sensation we have. So with that in mind, I've got a, a few questions for you to ponder. If I was to ask you now, where are your most precious photographs right now? Would you know? Are they just on one device? Are they on a few devices? Okay, where are they right now, right this minute? On your phone, do you have images of your birth or just after birth, newly born photographs? Now, of these photographs that, that you know, that you have, are they backed up anywhere else other than the one device that you have? If you are at home right now listening to this and you look around your home, how many photographs are there of you and your loved ones on display that you see and enjoy every day? I hope that there are many. <laughs> when was the last time that you printed a photograph? And if it was fairly recently, how long ago before then had it been? When was the last time that you looked through a photograph album? This next one is kind of, um, it's, it's something I wanted to look into, I was curious about. Do you know the lifespan of a USB? I wanted to find out this, <laughs> and so I googled this information, as you do, and I was quite shocked actually to find out that the life expectancy of a USB stick is roughly 10 years old, and that for the majority of those 10 years, that USB will have lived the majority of its life untouched in a drawer, okay? I think, you know, in the back of our minds, we convince ourselves that our images are safe because we've put them on a USB stick. Um, I know where they are, I know where that USB stick is, it's in a drawer, they're fine. It's really this false reassurance we tell ourselves when in actual fact, the truth is those files could get corrupted that USB stick could get damaged, it could get lost, it could get broken. Technology changes so rapidly. Who knows if the software that we're using today means that we can still view them in a few years time. Now interestingly, I also kind of did a little research into how long you can expect a print to live versus a digital file. And I stumbled upon an article that talked about the old surviving photograph, which was printed by a photographer back in 1826, a French photographer. You can go and look it up online. And it is still going strong today. That amazes me. <laughs> so hold on to that, okay? 
Here are some interesting facts I found out. Okay, some of these surprised me, they might surprise you. One in three of us have already experienced losing images. I'm one of them. About two years ago, I accidentally, I can't even tell you how I did it. This is how it happens sometimes. I accidentally deleted six months worth of phone photographs. It happened to be over Christmas as well, so I lost a lot of Christmas photographs of my children. And they were just gone in like one click and there was nothing, no software I could find that could help me retrieve the images. They were gone. I, I tried everything imaginable. I was absolutely devastated. I cannot tell you how devastated it was. It was soul destroying. I had to eventually come to terms with the fact that they were gone. They were never going to come back. They could never be replaced. And it taught me a very valuable lesson to back up my images and to store them in multiple places or to print them out. Okay, printing them out. At least print your favourites. Here are some more facts. 53% of people have not printed a single photograph in the last year. 42% have no intention of printing their images. And 70% do not own a photograph album or a book. Are you shocked? Because I am shocked, like jaw to the ground shocked. Another article I read whilst looking into this was the importance of our children growing up and seeing, you know, images of themselves around the home. And it states that when, when they see images of themselves and other family members, it makes them feel valued and it gives them this rich understanding of how important they are to us and how important they are in the family environment and where they come from activates all these senses. Which then led me down another rabbit hole to an article I'd found about a woman who was now roughly in her late 20s and she was talking about the earliest photograph she had of herself that she could find was aged 12. So all the images that her mum had taken of her as a baby and with her mum and as her friends growing up over those years were lost, were just gone. Okay, so stop and stop just for a minute and just think of that and let that kind of absorb. Imagine that there is not a single photograph of your life before the age of 12. You know, I think we are, we're in danger of losing years of our lives and generations of family members because we aren't printing our memories. A printed photograph will outlive a digital file, a hard drive, a USB stick. That is a fact. It will outlive it. Technology is advancing at such a rapid rate and the software that we're using to view or store our images is changing and it's being upgraded all the time. And there will come a time where technology that we used to use to view images will become obsolete. You know, we don't own platforms like Instagram and Facebook where we digitally share our images. These platforms could disappear overnight. Your account could be hijacked or deleted. You will always be encouraged by your photographer to invest in printed images. And if you're not, then you should be, okay? Because they understand the value of the printed image. They want you to have something tangible to hold. They want you to have a photograph in your hands, on your wall, 
to provoke an emotional feeling. It's the last magic ingredient of photography that there is. I encourage all my clients to invest in printed images, albums and wall art. As a birth photographer, the images I capture are fundamentally moving and important. They deserve to be experienced properly, not left in a drawer somewhere. I have the most beautiful products available to take the thinking and the organising of printing your images off your hands. A streamlined system that enhances your experiences and the images to a greater level. I take care of all of this for you and your only requirement is to put a nail in the wall. We take photographs so that we remember important people, the people that we love, important events in our lives that we experience. You know, the, the problem here is, is that we're not not taking photographs. We are taking photographs by the thousands. And some of us, you know, are investing in hiring a professional photographer. But we're not taking that last important step with them. We're just ordering digital files. That last step is to print these images that they've taken. You've invested money in beautiful photography. Display it. See it. Enjoy it. You know, digital files have become like the number one must-have. It was like negatives years ago. Everybody wanted the negatives, but the negatives were the one-off. You know, once they were sold, they were sold. You didn't have copies of negatives, okay? Digital files, you can have as many copies as you like. But the novelty with a digital file will wear off. It's, again, that sense of false security. I have the images, they're safe, but they end up in a drawer with every intention of you printing them, but you never do. And having sometimes so many images can feel overwhelming that we do nothing. You know, my husband a few years ago used to work in a camera shop and he talks about a customer that came in and they had their USB stick and they were finally printing some photographs that their photographer had taken of their wedding. Now, shockingly, there were 4,000 photographs on this USB, which to me is just a staggering amount of images for a wedding. So they had the awful task of, well, going through a needle in a haystack, I guess, to find the images that they wanted printed. And, you know, in the four years that they'd had this USB, they had never once checked to see if the images were actually on there. And I think this is not that uncommon. There's a reason, some damn good reasons why you should print your photographs. You should print your photographs because so many images are getting lost, okay? If you think about, you know, most of our children, at least from the age 10, 11 upwards, have mobile phones. Are you backing up the images that they're taking of their friends, of their youth, of their childhood? Are you offering to print any of those images? They will be lost if you don't do something with them. You know, we upgrade to different phones all the time. What's happening to the images left on those old devices? You should print images because it feels impossible sometimes to just keep up with the pace of technology. You should print your photographs because keeping a USB stick in the drawer is benefiting nobody. You should print your photographs because seeing and holding a photograph triggers a feeling. It's the, it's the honest truth and you know it. <laughs> you know what it feels like when you see a printed image large on the wall and it's you and your family when you sit with an album and you flick through it. It's a feeling. You should print your photographs because there is a reason why people used to grab their photographs if the house was burning down. You should be investing in the preservation of your memories. For future generations, 
to know where they came from, to know what their ancestors looked like. Our past is important to us. It's important to our future. <laughs> what sensory experience are you getting from owning a digital file? You know, we aren't maximising and enjoying photographs that we take to the fullest until I believe that they're in our hands and on our walls. There are some labs out there, plenty of online labs out there actually, that you can go fairly cheaply and get printed images. Sometimes they're not the best quality, shop around, but at least you're getting something printed, okay? Which is, you know, one step closer to coming away from digital all the time. So some UK companies are Bonus Print, Mixbook, Snapfish, Photobox, Boots, Asda, Tesco's. Print out a bunch of photographs and fill an album with your kids. Spend the afternoon doing that. They will love you for it. You know, get your kids to help fill a shoebox and let your children access these images regularly. Let them go, explore, touch, feel. There's nothing I love more than a box of photographs and the thought of a box of photographs not existing in 100 years time saddens me. You know, buy a, a Polaroid camera. They're a little pricey, but boy, the magic's right there. It comes right there, right in front of your eyes. There is something magical about that. And I love Polaroid. But if you, you know, want to up your game, step it up, and you want professional quality prints that are, you know, archival quality, inks, that will live beyond 100 years, you know. Listen when your photographer encourages you to print out the images that they've taken for you. You know, they're encouraging you because they want to maximise your experience and they want you to have a tangible product to enjoy afterwards. Now, most specialist labs um, that deal in printing and fine art uh, prints solely work with photographers to deliver the finest quality. And some of these are seldom open to the public. Some are, some aren't. You know, check them out. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to wind down this episode and I wanted to give you a few tips, okay? Something to help. That isn't going to take a long time. Um, so here goes. Most importantly, back up the images on your phone and your family members' phones in lots of places. At least three, I would say. And get into the habit of doing this regularly. Why not ask your kids if they have 10 favourite photographs on their phone that they'd like printed, put them in their bedroom, make an album for them, or make a couple of copies for them that they can give to their friends. Start a trend. Collect shoe boxes and fill them with your children. Let this be part of their experience of growing up. Okay? Let, let it be a memory, something that they did with you, like we did with our parents. Invest in books, photo albums and prints. Your photographer will guide you. Make time to print out your favourite images once every six months. Put it on the Google Calendar. Put it on your calendar wall. Something on so-and-so date. I'm giving the morning to printing images out or backing them up. Allocate that time once a year. Gift family members photographs that they haven't seen online. Like I said before, this is one of my favourites. Post it and surprise them. They will love it. I guarantee it. Too many things, I think. You know, when I... I think photography is like is like one element of it, but when I really start thinking, like, too deeply, <laughs> as I do, I'm a deep thinker, there are many things that we once held in our hands that are rapidly being replaced by a digital device. And 
this really makes me sad. I don't know, maybe it's my age. Maybe turning 45 has made me all melancholy. I don't know. You know, do these couple of things as well. They might feel good to you, okay? Obviously, print and hold your photographs, which is what I've been raving about throughout this whole episode. But buy books. Go to your library and rent books. That's amazing. Buy music albums and listen to the whole thing from start to finish. Who does that anymore? I love albums. I love listening from beginning to end. We should do it more. Take your shoes off and walk on the grass barefoot or on the sand. Finally, the kind of birthy bit really, if you're having a baby soon and you're not hiring a birth photographer but you are planning on taking photographs on your phone, make sure to print them, to save them and to back them up in multiple places. They will become the most precious images you own. I can help you with some of these images. I offer a service where I hand edit the birth photographs you have on your phone. It's been quite a popular service. So if you want to check that out, go to the link in, in the show notes. Yes, I'll add it there and you can have a little look. I think the message in this episode is pretty loud and clear. Let me know how you get on. Let me know what you do. Do you do any of these things? You know, write back to me because I would love to know if this episode has prompted you to to print anything or to do any of the things that I've suggested or to back up anything. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if it's if it's helped at all. And that that's the end of today's episode. Enjoy the rest of your day wherever you are. Until next time my lovely listener. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you have a second, I'd really appreciate you leaving a quick review so that others can find the podcast. And if you want to make a real human connection with me, I would love that. All the info you need is in the show notes. Until next time, take care.